Welcome to Sunday service for Roots Revival into Faith. Tonight is Reverend Danny Johnson and me, Reverend Paul Casey, uh, Healing Arts, will be uh, taking you through gratitude and service. And Danny will be leading tonight. So again, on TikTok, if you have trouble hearing, head over to YouTube at Ask Ivy. So without further ado, Danny, how are you? I am wonderful, and I'm happy to be here with you this evening as well. Um, I am uh, grateful for the chance to be able to uh, help lead us in um, service this evening, and um, very much excited in, about our, our topic as well. So um, as Reverend Paul uh, just uh, said, my name is uh, Reverend Danny Johnson. I'm a numerologist with Roots Revival. Uh, again, excited to be here with Paul, Reverend Paul, to be able to engage in this conversation in our, within our sermon tonight. Um, our uh, wonderful reverends, a uh, reverend uh, and pastor, Ivy Rivera and Reverend Christina Del Rey are with us in spirit. Uh, they are um, always with us. And actually our conversation today is going to be um, a continuation of a conversation that we start actually had the chance to start last uh, last week. So just to give a little bit of background about Roots Revival, we are an interfaith service that uh, relates and connects intuitive intelligence, astrology, numerology, and these are all languages that are very natural to spirit. So um, that is part of the reason why we uh, feel so drawn to be able to incorporate all those aspects of uh, language of spirit um, within our sermons because it is all, um, these languages have all been present with us long before any of us got here and they'll be here long after we're, well, long after this particular lifetime. Because as Reverend I and as Pastor Ivy, Ivy always says, we wish we only had one lifetime. It's just not the case. So uh, for our uh, sermon today, um, we are actually, as uh, Reverend uh, Paul just described, going to talk about uh, gratitude and service. And this is... Uh, definitely a, con a continuation of last last uh, week. And just as a quick reminder, even before we get started with our conversation, if we could please um, post any prayer requests that you have, please, um, within um, in the chat, we definitely are, would love to lift them up at the end of our service today. So please, uh, if there's anything on your heart, there is nothing too big or small. Please share it with us so that we can lift it up. So with, so in terms of gratitude and service, why is this so imperative? Like what, like the purpose of it? So to help us even begin the conversation about uh, gratitude and service, what we like to do is maybe start our sermon by even talking about what is gratitude? Like, what is it? Like, this it's a word that we use often. We, we very much probably connect with it. We feel it. Uh, we appreciate it. But let's talk about what it is. So um, gratitude is like a feeling of thankfulness, and it's a feeling of appreciation. And it is this feeling of in knowing that we, uh, in feeling gratitude, there very often is someone who is led to uh, be of support and service to us. In addition to feeling gratitude to uh, and gratitude for our ancestors and our guides and those of us and uh, our loved ones in spirit who make sure that we are well. So the thing is with gratitude, um, and it, it, that's not an exhaustive definition, but it is just kind of like the basis of what it is because we're going to have the chance to get into talking about um, how to make meaning of it. So when we talk about gratitude, sometimes uh, when we might uh, talk about it, there might be the assumption that with gratitude, there is no room to feel or to embrace other feelings or other ways of being as humans um, if we are expected or if we are trying to live in gratitude. What gratitude is not is toxic positivity. Gratitude is not, I am so thankful for all that I have. I'm really going through it right now, but I'm going to deny my the hurt and the pain that I'm going through because I need to feel grateful. That's not 
that's not authentic, that's not real. As human beings, we are complex uh, beings who go through and who are living a multifaceted life. So when we are talking about and uh, kind of talking about this practice of being a gratitude, it's never, the expectation is never for us to only feel grateful. And we are not going to be struck down if we then feel anxious or fearful or um, grief in some ways as well. So, you know, we are allowed to recognize what we're going through and what we're feeling, but then also call in those who walk with us to help us through what we're going through as well. So we just want to make sure that we are clear in that uh, when we talk about gratitude, that there aren't any expectations, that no other feelings or no other ways of being are allowed or expected because they are. We are expected to address them, see them, face them, uh, embrace them to a certain extent and process them with the help of those who care for us and love us to then be able to um, elevate with them. I want to say from them, but with them. So um, it is something in terms of gratitude, in terms of being able, and we're going to talk about what it means to incorporate gratitude and service, but in order, just gratitude itself, it is um, a helpful and it is actually um, a healing practice in and of itself to feel gratitude and it benefits us in many ways. So in terms of gratitude, some of the ways that we benefit by feeling gratitude and um, being um, allowing for our actions to show that we are grateful as well from an authentic place. Um, some of the benefits of feeling gratitude include helping to boost our immune system um, increased endorphins and serotonin and dopamine, those like really feel good um, enzymes and um, chemicals in our body. The, the ones that uh, when we are excited about something or looking forward to something, those are the, uh, the endorphins, the, the serotonin, the dopamine, those allow for us to feel uh, a sense of joy and a sense of wellness. And that's what gratitude, feeling gratitude actually elicits these um, and releases um, endorphins, uh, serotonin and dopamine. They also, uh, feeling gratitude also helps us to cope with stress. And again, not to ignore stress or pretend like we're not stressed, not to try to fool ourselves into feeling that we're not, but it allows for us to cope with it and see it and um, uh, be able to process it. It also helps us to relax our heart and um, helps us to, helps to lower our blood pressure as well. So even with, and these are some scientifically um, grounded um, result or uh, benefits of feeling gratitude. However, at the same time, um, you know, as a service, we don't want to um, make it seem as though gratitude is a substitute for healthcare. So for anyone who might be dealing with high blood pressure, who might be dealing with anything related to the heart, um, if you are under, um, if you, if you are under um, a physician or under the um, watchful eye of a healthcare practitioner, we wholeheartedly encourage you to continue to do so. Uh, gratitude is not um, a way to um, replace healthcare, uh, Western medicine. And I want to say Western medicine because medicine is not only uh, originated and it's, it isn't grounded here in uh, the Western hemisphere. However, it is a supplement to, and it is an addition to any other forms of medication and care that a healthcare practitioner has um, prescribed for you and has recommended for you. So those are some of the benefits of gratitude. So why is gratitude and service imperative? So we wanted to kind of like break down the whys of this, right? So. Uh, feeling gratitude in connection with service helps us to identify and live within our purpose. So each one of us, each person, um, as Pastor Ivy shares in multiple spaces, we all come here with a life contract. And there's work that each one of us has uh, promised God and the creator and the universe that we would do before we got here. And we promised that when we got to Earth, when we came here Earthside, that we would fulfill this work. 
By feeling gratitude, it allows for us to not only um, feel a sense of appreciation as we get in, as we allow ourselves to get into the flow of the work that we're meant to do, but by feeling gratitude, it allows for us to crave our purpose. There are a lot of folks who uh, who book with Reverend Ivy, uh, with Pastor Ivy, and um, with other healers within the academy who want to know their life purpose. And I, in, in just when connecting with spirit and asking spirit to show the connection between the two, the first thing that came up was purpose. So it allows for us to um, want to be in the flow and to allow for ourselves to let go a bit because sometimes our purpose unfolds. There are certain aspects of our purpose that we might know ahead of time, but there are certain things that we are meant to know now and certain things that we're meant to know in the future. So by feeling gratitude allows for us to um, surrender to spirit and know that we are held in that process. By feeling gratitude with regard to service as well, uh, when we are aligned or aligning with our purpose, because it is an ongoing process, um, it is, there really isn't no such thing as like reaching the mountaintop of like, like the mountaintop of purpose. It is always unfolding and we're always figuring something out about it. Uh, but the thing is by feeling, um, Gratitude as we are embarking upon and entering into our service, what it does is it gives us the opportunity to organically shift from, uh, as Pastor Ivy shared last uh, sermon last week, it allows for us to organically shift from a place of what am I going to get out of this service to this feeling of looking forward to the ways that we will elevate as a result of the service and know that it is something we're meant to do. And that, as we mentioned last service, that is a privilege for us to do as well. So that is another um, uh, benefit of um, feeling service with regard to feeling gratitude with regard to service. Also, uh, why feeling gratitude with regard to service is so important as well is because the long-term impact of the service will be felt so strongly because it's coming from an authentic place, because there is this sense of joy and a sense of contentment and satisfaction in doing service, because we are feeling grateful for the opportunity to even do the service in the first place. And that allows for the uh, byproduct of the service to allow not only the um, what is tangible about the service, but then the intangible as well. And as uh, Reverend Christina mentioned last week, when she quoted Maya Angelou, that quote, people might forget what you say, people might forget what you do, but they'll never forget how you made them feel. And by feeling gratitude as we're doing service, it allows for that um, space of um, that long lasting, uh, appreciation and feeling from others who we have been of, of service to, they um, will always look back on and call upon that feeling as a result of the service that was done from a pure place and a place of sincere appreciation and gratitude as well. Additionally, so um, something that we have uh, discussed in, in various uh, spaces, whether it be in um, uh, one of uh, Reverend, uh, Pastor Ivy's mini classes or within one of our services or in other spaces within the academy, this concept of karma, especially over the past couple of years, is something that has come up. And um, we have uh, described and shared how, uh, especially when the pandemic started and Reverend Christina described some of the um, planetary um, placements that have, and some of the eclipses that have um, really made karma very potent. We've had the chance to restart and karma over, especially over the past year and a half has held much more potency than it normally would. So the good that we do, it carries, if it normally might carry five or six times that amount of potency, during the past year and a half, the good that we do, it carries 15 times that potency. And in the same respect for the decisions and choices that we make um, in how we treat people and the, 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 the choices that we make, it really does carry karma. And the thing is, when it comes to gratitude 
and service. The karma that's associated with the service will be that much more potent when we feel grateful as we're doing it. So when we are uh, called to uh, be of service and we're feeling grateful, so something that we've uh, kind of shared and mentioned um, within previous services is the fact that um, the universe and God is it does not come from a place of judgment when it comes to karma. It comes from a place of, okay, this is what you think is good. This is what you think is the right thing to do. No problem. I'll reciprocate it to you from not a good or bad place, but just from a place of mirroring what we're doing. And so when we are deeply grateful for the opportunity to be of service and to do things that we're called to do, whether it be in purpose or whether an impromptu act of service is presented to us, when we do it from a place of gratitude, when that karma does come back to us, it is that much more potent. And the thing is, um, you know, they can see through us like a plane of glass, the creator, God, um, our ancestors, our guides, they know when it is authentic, when the gratitude is authentic and they will reciprocate in kind. So we never have to be conscious of, okay, I have to feel a certain amount of gratitude in order to get this karma. You don't have to worry about that. Just feel the gratitude, just feel happy and joyful and know that there is, um, a, that someone's life will be um, enhanced because of what you're doing. It also actually uh, invites energetic support from ancestors and the creator and guides, and it's, but especially the ancestors, when we are, have looked out for someone and have done service that we are either called, that we are called to do, or that might be impromptu or something that we know that we are meant to do in a particular moment. The thing is these ancestors, they might not even be a part of our bloodline. These are ancestors who uh, are very watchful of people and um, especially the folks who we are helping. And the thing is, and I share this because Spirit brought this back when preparing for today, that in readings and mediumship readings, there have been um, ancestors who have come through and who have shared, you know, I remember I saw when you did X for my loved one and I am now here for you. So that ancestor, you have another person in your spiritual court being of support to you and making sure that things go well for you and will show up for you as though you are their blood. So that is um, another aspect of um, feeling gratitude when doing service, because if that service is done begrudgingly or with a bit of resentment, that comes through as well. You know, it's kind of like when, um, very often um, cooking comes through as the metaphor for some of this. And it's kind of like uh, imagine making a dish and you know that phrase cooking with love. Like when we do service from a place of gratitude, we're cooking with love. But if there's a little bit of resentment and we're baking a pie, all of a sudden a little paprika or some cumin gets stirred in and it's like, this is going well, but what happened? So that's that's what that is. And so this ends, if those feelings do come up again for human, recognizing them, acknowledging them, processing them through and asking God, asking creator and our ancestors and guides to help to get us to a place of gratitude. If it's something that we're struggling with, we never have to, if it's something that we want to do and we might be struggling a bit with it, we always have support to get us through that as well. Also, um, gratitude also amplifies the just because quotient. And what that does is it allows for us to do service from a place of I'm doing it just because, not for any particular outcome, not for a particular reason, feeling content and satisfied with doing service just because, just because a little bit of my imprint is going to be, uh, and not even just my, but uh, just knowing that the re end result is going to be something that will benefit a particular person or collect a collective, a community, a family, whatever that might be. Just, it allows for us to just be happy and satisfied just with that alone. Um, it also reduces um, the, so I wanna revisit just for a moment, um, the, actually this might be, 
Okay. Uh, I was getting a little bit ahead of myself. I, uh, there's another part of gratitude, but we're going to talk about how um, to feel gratitude and being of service. We're going to get to that in a moment. But um, what gratitude also does is it reduces the urge to speak about the service that is intended to be kept quiet. One of the things that we spoke about last service is that there is certain uh, there are certain acts of service that are intended to be private and quiet and that are between um, you, us, the whomever is the recipient of that service and spirit. And the thing is by feeling grateful and by feeling gratitude for uh, in doing the service, it reduces that need to want to uh, speak on it. And what it also does is it allows for us to feel empathy for the people or the circumstances that we're doing service for. So when we come from a place of gratitude, it allows for us to think about, okay, so the person I'm doing the service for, I'm really excited about it. I might want to speak about it, but what will that make the person feel? How will they feel? If they're already going through something and then I talk about it, will that compound the harm, the hurt that they've already gone through? So it allows for us to really feel and experience what it would what it feels like to be in another person's shoes as we're doing that service and when we are allowed to empathetically feel what another person could potentially go through what they might feel as a result of us speaking it really can allow for us when we come from a place of gratitude allow for us to be okay with and happy with just being quiet and goes back to that uh just because quotient now, the thing is, if we do, if there is a service that we have done and we want to encourage other people to do it, and if we know that other people are participating or doing something in, a, uh, in addition to what you've done uh, might be of help to them, then asking God, asking spirit, in what way, how can I describe this or even speak with the folks who you might have been of service to, how would you like for me to invite other people to do this if you want for them to? So that allows for that play, that humanity like that real deep humanity and caring for and um, staying consistent and true with that spirit of gratitude that we're doing when we are of service, it allows for that consistency to be there. So how do we feel gratitude while being of service? So the how of it, um, I got a little excited. I got a little ahead of myself, but this is the how. So, um, is to get into the practice of feeling gratitude. So um, whether it be um, maybe five minutes a day, a few minutes a day at the beginning of the day, possibly, and or at the end of the day, possibly during the day, think of 10 things that you are grateful for. And they can be as simple as I am wiggling my fingers right now and I'm grateful for it to something that I've been praying for actually came to fruition and it is here. And that is uh, something that is um, so um, it enhances and it gets us into the practice of the practice of gratitude. Because if it's something that we have not necessarily been in the practice of doing, that's which is okay. By being intentional about it and setting time aside every single day to do it, it gets us into that uh, space of almost looking forward to it. And um, that is an empowering thing. Also, every day thinking of things that, um, so the thing with thinking of things that we're grateful for every day, it also raises our vibration. And I believe that Reverend Christina mentioned this as well in a previous sermon too. Um, and, um, and I'll share something that came through from Spirit as well is, so when training in mediumship with Reverend I with uh, with Pastor Ivy, um, when channeling and connecting with ancestors, one of the things that helped me to and helps us to connect with the ancestors is by is feeling gratitude. Like gratitude literally raises the vibration in a space and allows for ancestors to connect and allows for us to reach them as well, which is that mediumship. It is. You know, us as humans, typically we're, we resonate here. The ancestors typically resonate here and allows for us to get into that space. And the same happens with service. It elevates the frequency and the energy of the service that we're doing. 
One of the major things that Spirit came through with as well when preparing to be of service is to think about a time when someone has been there for us, someone has shown up for us, whether it be something impromptu, whether it be like one of the things that Spirit showed me was, remember when you locked yourself out of your car and that nice couple that you used their cell phone for like 20 minutes without knowing you, if they were like angels? Those are with those moments when people have shown up for you or when you have asked for help and people gave that help without asking for anything in return, without making you feel as though they then owed you. And in those moments of service, when you may have thought to yourself, I can't wait for the time to be able to be there for someone else. When my time comes, I am going to show up for someone else. If at any moment when um, kind of figuring out how to feel gratitude, when we know that we are being called to be of service in a moment, think back to that time when someone has shown up for you and your life was significantly and positively uh, changed and the impact was so positive that you couldn't wait to be able to do it for someone else. Remind yourself of that and ask God, ask Spirit, ask the ancestors to recall examples of it. Even if it's not uh, central for us, ask them to recall it for us. And they will. They'll give us a flash. They'll give us like a little movie. They'll show us those moments. And connecting with those, that feeling will help us to um, appreciate the opportunity to be there for those who are there with us as well. Um, also, um, Thinking of ways that uh, how we will be transformed as a result of the service is also a way of feeling um, a sense of gratitude for being of service in the first place. Because when we are, when we do feel gratitude, when we show up for um, in ways that we are called to, again, whether it's something that's planned, something impromptu, we are always transformed energetically as a result of it. So uh, those are some of the things that came up from Spirit. Uh, Reverend Paul, I'm happy to uh, turn it over to you and uh, for us to continue our conversation. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, that was awesome. I have so many good notes here. Uh, it's cool because like we didn't discuss ahead of time like what we were going to talk about with each other and uh, how many of the points lined up in like different ways, like uh, like when you're saying like the three points. And so I went through my notes. I'm like, okay, that's this, but my example of this, and and it's very cool. Uh, I do like how um, one of the things I kind of want to start with before I go into my notes. I love that you mentioned that it's not toxic positivity. You know, you get your Ned Flanders of the world that it's like, oh, you know, you can't say anything bad. You just have to be grateful. Have to be grateful. Have to be grateful. And I'm like not a religious scholar by any means, but like didn't like even Jesus was like, you know, why have you forsaken me? You know, like he had that moment where it wasn't like. Hey, you know, I, I love you, man. You know, it's like, this is the worst. This is the pits. Uh, I'm feeling human. And I, I love that you said that because it's, um, I feel like uh, my notes here were more about identifying, uh, you know, kind of service and where the gratitude would come in, uh, mostly because I come from this in a different angle, a different approach. Like I'm very late in life into um uh, say spirituality or, or anything along those lines. So it was through a road where I was very, um, I'd say closed off to it and not realizing, you know, what I was doing, uh, even though I was, but um, so it's, it's harder for me to um, kind of, uh, well, it was originally, and it still is tough. I mean, nothing's ever like just, I have it a hundred percent, but to, to realize where you are, when you are uh, and to, you know, show your, your gratitude then uh, for being in service. And, you know, it, it is hard, uh, I feel, to identify if you're doing it every day, if you're involved every day. Uh, a lot of people don't realize that what they are doing, you know, realistically is service, uh, you know, if, if it is every day, you know, because it's not always like uh, a church service. It's not always uh, giving someone a reading. It's not a psychic fair. It's, um However, you're healing people it could just be your date, like you were saying, with day-to-day -day actions, the things you do for people that are, you know, um, service. Uh, so, you know, I like that you brought up life contracts, you know, and so like being thankful is it's the truth in this whole matter. It's like, you know, this handshake <laughs> behind closed doors, you know, that it's like, okay, this is part of my my agreement. And, you know, I'm, I'm doing this. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to uh be able to do so and along the way help others on their agreement and it's kind of like um you know the ultimate um 
you know, there's, I'll say humanity, but I, I do speak on animals here in a bit. So it's just like everybody's involvement is a community, you know, and when you're being thankful and, uh, you know, showing gratitude for being able to help someone and it's like, okay, this person here, there's the overlap to this person here. And, and the way it goes such that it, it creates a interlocking uh, continuum, so to speak. Um, but you did also say something that, is, you know, uh, <laughs> it's kind of like, this posts or something it is like being overly gracious and, and along the lines of this toxic positivity and i feel that there's there's that too a lot of people think that you know um it has to be this big display and it isn't you know oftentimes i know personally myself it's 95 percent of the time it's just saying like okay oh thank you so much i'm very happy for this uh or say in giving a read i'm like wow that was that was awesome thank you for giving me that opportunity to help that person you know, it's just like this quick little, it's like a tick at this point, you know, you're just like something, you're able to do something, you say thankful, or thank you, you know, you find something that just helped you in your life, you know, regularly, like, oh, I found my keys that I couldn't find, I'm like, thank you so much, you know, it's just this continuum, uh, you know, in the part of your agreement, it's like, you don't, you know, it's not in for a bargain, you're not in it to get something like, um, you know, gratitude versus obligation. You know, it's like you said, you, well, it's not what you're getting out of it. You know, you should just be thankful that you're in the op opportunity to be. Uh, so I do want to speak a little bit more about being and, and where we all stand and things. But, um, you know, I, I could prob probably skip the point I had about Santa Claus. Um, so I feel like the whole thing really is, if we look at it as a machine, you know, uh, that everything is working, everybody's moving, everybody has their job to do uh, in the system, right? Because it's, if if everything's energy and energy's transfer, you know, it's basically breaks down to how it works. What is the machine doing? Uh, how does it get to where it's going? And, you know, for all, everybody has a pot again, but it's, some are big, some are small. You know, someone's operating the machine. That's not any of us, but like, you know, then there are people who are in charge of <clears throat> the production line of that machine or, you know, then we're down to like these little cogs here. And that's where it gets tough, I find, um, because some people will say, well, I'm kind of tread on, uh, I'm worn out, I'm not seeing what I need to see or what I want to see. And again, it's kind of like what you guys had spoke on last week uh, in the being in service episode uh, sermon. Uh, if you haven't checked that out, it's on YouTube and on uh, wherever you get your podcasts. So check that out. It's a great service. Uh, but so you're looking kind of too much for something. All right. Instead of just realizing that you're part of this. Right. So, you know, who has ever taken any machine apart and that spring goes flying out, that tiny little spring. It has, you know, it's not the biggest part in there, but it's your machine doesn't work anymore once that goes flying away, you know? So just be thankful that you're part of it and realize that no matter where you are, you know, you're, you're very important, you know, to, to continue with that. And so, you know, whether it doesn't seem like you're in service or not, you are, you know, you're constantly um, just moving and doing and being and by kind of continuing your transfer of energy in a positive way, uh, you know, you're part of this, whether you recognize it or not. Um, but that too uh, also has its its downfalls, you know, like uh, like a, any piece of a machine would get wear, right? And so one thing we want to do too is, you know, this is to Danny's point about the toxic, uh, toxic gratitude, I guess, is to look for your wear patterns and, and find out, you know, service, uh, being in service isn't outside the, the realms of self-care, you know, so it's like be thankful, but don't be self-destructive, okay, that it's not like, well, I have to give because it's service. It's like, no, you have to be because that's service and the, the rest of it is just part of this. It's in your realm here, part of your contract, you know, don't go outside of your contract uh, or uh, overgiving. Uh, Ivy has a, a mini class on that. So check that out uh, and stay in your lane, okay? These are all things that are... Uh, you know, we tend to do in in acts of service, but that there is a, you know, to bring that back to being gra gracious and have the gratitude is to be, to know where you are. Because once you start overextending, 
it, it begin, becomes from gratitude to obligation. So when you know your line, you can stay within the realm of just being gracious and having gratitude and, and understanding that everything you do is because you're supposed to. And, uh, you know, it's part of your life, part of your contract. And so it's really all about building, um, building you and keeping your energy high, as Danny had said uh, about your vibration and keeping that positive. Um, so one thing to do, I have down, you know, when I mentioned the animals is like, uh, to find out when you're this cog, right? To find out where you are. It's very hard to see, uh, especially if you're into the machine here and you're, you're not, um, maybe not awoken to anything yet, which I do want to touch on in a bit too, is how do you, re it's harder to realize what or when to be thankful or, or gracious, show gratitude. Uh, and part of this is, is being mindful. Um, you know, we live in this very fast world, uh, and we tend to think a lot, you know, and, uh, it's sad being like, so able to think that you can't do what you're supposed to do here. Right. Cause animals, they're always in the present, you know, humans basically never are. We're the only creatures here that aren't, you know, like you're here right now, every day, exactly right now, but you're thinking of not right now. You're thinking of every other time in your life past future you're never thinking of right now and it's it's really it's really tough because you know you have to consciously do that whereas like someone like a cat uh will just say hey you know that's a wicked good box over there i'm gonna go take a nap despite the fact that you know i haven't done anything all day the cat doesn't care the cat wants a nap it's gonna nap and it's like what it needs to do you know we'll be thinking well if i nap now i can't get this job done i can't do this and then it's it just goes bonkers so to really pull back and be mindful will help you realize, you know, where you are, what is service, what you're thankful for, uh, you know, in each moment too, you know, it's like, like Danny said, wiggling your fingers, you know, uh, or thinking of 10 things every day, you know, that's like, uh, what, what today was I thankful for? And it's like very, very present, you know, it's like, okay, these are things that Soon enough, once you once you do this all the time, it's just like a habit. And you're like, okay, that's awesome. I'm very thankful. I'm thankful I was, you know, able to do this for someone else uh, because that's part of it as well. Um, you know, is is your service end of it? You know, it's not only to yourself, but that's a huge part. But is being uh, being there for other people and, like Danny said, too, not making a display of it and it's not doing it for selfish reasons, which uh, you know in last week's sermon, they, they went into that as well about how a lot of people are doing it for the wrong reason. Um, ego gets in the way, right? So another thing for us to, to look at is with this cog analogy is, you know, when you overanalyze things, okay, that takes you out of, out of where you are and will make you not realize what, what you need to be thankful for. Because again, you're looking in the future and you're like, Kind of trying to plan ahead or you're looking backwards and you're feeling other feelings that I'm thankful because you're missing what's important. Um, so I think we, we <laughs> I say we, but it's kind of me, I guess. Uh, I tend to talk a lot about maybe science or, or quantum mechanics when I'm on uh, the show here. <laughs> and uh, this reminds me, you know, it's like, oh, I believe, you know, so if I'm wrong, please correct me. But the uh, Heisenberg uncertainty principle which states, you know, you can know the velocity of something, but not its precise location. So it's like when you're overanalyzing something, you can't have all the answers, but you think you're going to get them and you end up just missing the point entirely. So like Danny had said about um, kind of being thankful by kind of just letting go, having faith, letting it go, letting it be. And that's really where you need to be. Not everything has to be a measurement and it's not all a race and it's not all, um, kind of an investment like right like oh i gave thanks 16 times this week so that means i have something coming my way uh like danny was speaking about karma you know and uh you have these people who go on on facebook every day and they're like oh i want to thank jesus for this i want to thank him for this thank him for this and that's great I, I have nothing against that but i feel a lot of them do that to kind of put something in the bank you know and it's like this kind of show of like look how many times i gave thanks you know like i'm I'm kind of earning it instead of just, you know, maybe like, keep it behind the closed door and just do it. You know, like uh, you can give your thanks in other ways. Um, so, you know, just kind of um, 
know what you know where you are and know I guess where your path is. Uh, don't desire for more. Uh, just be thankful with your path and continue along. And um, you know, don't look at anyone else's path and not be thankful for what you have um, because of that. Um, so I do feel that uh, again to kind of bring back this just analogy of this cog. There are points where, you know, I know in my life when I didn't believe in any anything here, uh, you know, uh, you kind of tune off and you're like, well, if I can't do it, I can't see it. I don't believe in it. Um, but where does that leave you? Okay, because there may be some people here who uh, are on the fence or or don't understand, you know, if they think that being of service is only doing things like just church service or uh, say light work or healing or um I don't know, medical profession or something, you know? Um, so how does it work? Uh, you just know that you're still in service. Like things you do are still part of your contract, are still part of service. Like Danny had said, if you do something for someone else, you know, just because it, you know, you're, you, you want to, um, it'll help them out, you know, and again, not overexerting yourself or overgiving, but just by um, helping and, and continuing to be uh do things that would, we would call, you know, in the light, you know, and you're being a great person and uh, helping people out, you know. So uh, like Ivy says, um, you know, spirit doesn't care if you believe or not. So it's like you're given the opportunity to still be in service, even if you don't believe in it. You know, you, you are a nice person, but you're an atheist or you don't believe in any of it, but you're still nice and you're helping your neighbors and you're doing this, you're doing that. You're in service and, you know, you're you don't realize it, but it's great. Um and so at that point, though, how do you show gratitude? You know, if you're not, I guess, uh, expressing that you believe in something, how do you show gratitude for it? Um, you do it by just continuing on because uh, you, you you still do it for the right reasons, you know, and just by continuing to help you are, in essence, saying thanks and showing gratitude by continuing on and not saying that you're owed something. You know, this is gratitude versus obligation. So you continue to do it and you don't realize it, you know, the, the it's a great, great, it's a fantastic thing. Cause like when I didn't believe in anything, I was still doing a lot of things that when I look back today, while I was writing this stuff down were service. And I was like, okay, well I was doing things uh, for people and um, you know, for the right reasons, not for, for any accolades, you know, for things that, you know, if no one ever finds out, that's basically why you do it. You know, it's like, if no one ever finds out and you still do it, that's the right reason. Um, but if, I think that eventually, you know, if you do enough, um, of this service, even if you don't believe in it, uh, you know, and you're in the light enough and you just continue to serve, it'll come around eventually and you'll, and you'll kind of see the light and you'll realize that, Hey, you know, why did I, uh, why did I do all that? Was that, you know, was that something else, you know, or, or, or why, you know, and, and then when it comes to, you know, I feel like that's kind of this, uh, later in life, maybe a uh, spiritual awakening may take meeting the right person to do that. It may take reading the right book. Um, and maybe if you don't go full on and, and understand that this is was why, uh, it will at least give you a different perspective as to why you did it. Uh, and I think that that is, you know, that new perspective will, will shine light on gratitude and, uh, you know, future uh, thankfulness, I guess. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, so that's that's what I have here. Again, it's a lot of like um, why I feel that identifying uh, your purpose really is service is, is helpful to, to gratitude because it may not be obvious. And, um, you know, if if people don't realize that they're doing it, you know, it may be harder for them to give thanks. And like you said, that giving thanks, it boosts, not only it boosts your immune system, it, you know, it gives you you look forward to things. Uh, it's a privilege and, uh, you know, it keeps you in your, in your path and your purpose, Danny. Um, you know, and, and the more people are aware of it, uh, the easier it is to, to stick to, I guess. I love that, Paul. Um, I, uh, so appreciate, um, you describing the boundaries and the overgiving because absolutely when we, and I uh, so appreciate you lifting up, um, Ivy's um, uh, mini class on uh, overgiving because when we do overgive and we get into those, we overgive and then feel a sense of resentment potentially as a result of having done so, then that 
in a sense negates that sense of gratitude. So I so appreciate you uh, lifting that. That is so, that's so real. When, and self-care, like that concept of self-care, I'm so grateful for you lifting that up because um, we never have to earn our way into self-care. We just deserve it. We naturally do. I also love, uh, Paul, when you describe like the cat, um, the cat knows when to take a nap. The cat knows when to take care of itself. The cat knows where to bathe itself, regardless of where it is. It's just, here I am in my glory. Enjoy it if you want. I don't care. Because the thing is, it's like the cat, because they are, um, as uh, Pastor Ivy has shared, like the fact that they are natural empaths, they know at some point, I'm going to have to go and, you know, and absorb this stuff from my human. My human's over there worrying about something. Eventually, I'm going to have to go over there and absorb it from them. So I'm going to take give myself a nap. I'm going to go take care of myself. And then I will go take care of my human who's over there, as you were describing, overthinking and over worrying about something that doesn't matter. But <laughs> what the cat says, not letting them interrupt my good nap right now. I'll do that later, you know? Um, and when your example of the cog, of like the machine... Paul, it's just, um, it, it's so interesting how it's like with, with spirit, there are sometimes, how spirit sometimes communicates through song lyrics. There was a song lyric that came through right when you said the cog in the machine. And it is from the movie, The um, the Prince of Egypt. It's called, this song is called uh, Through Heaven's Eyes. And it's like the, the first few lyrics of the song are a single thread of tapestry uh, though its color brightly shines, can never see its purpose in the pattern of the grand design. And that the stone that sits on the very top of the mountain's mighty face doesn't think it's more important that the, than the stones that form the base. So it's just, when you were describing the Kaga, every person has a role, every person has a place, and one is not more important than the other. When you describe the Kaga and the machine, it's like, oh my gosh, that is so right. That is, that, um, knowing that our purpose without the base of the mountain and without the top of the mountain and without every thread of the tapestry wouldn't be as perfect as it is. So I so appreciate you lifting that up. And you describing like the intersectionality, how intertwined all of this is. That is, um, Paul, you were just like, so I, because you are like Paul, uh, Paul Casey Healing Arts, so much artistry comes through when you speak and it's like spirit speaks through artistic expression when you um, when you are speaking. And there is um, this quote from this the movie uh, Cloud Atlas that came through right as you were speaking about how intertwined everything is. And it was like the quote is. Our lives are not our own from womb to tomb. We are bound to others, past and present. And by each crime and every kindness, we birth our future. When you describe the intersectionality of it or in the, how everything is intertwined, Paul, it's just, um, this is, I think this must be the connection between healers being able to, um, you know, um, messages coming through in that way. And Paul, just... Um, Everything you said is just so um, needed and um, really describes the power and the importance of gratitude and how irreplaceable it is and how, how needed it is. You know? Thank you. Yeah, like the hidden the language between hills, it's like the nod, right? You know, <laughs> like we just know it's like, okay, you said that, and then you get your flood of this and that. And it's, uh, yeah, but we, you know, it's, we tend to get very individualized and, you know, by not, you know, uh, just kind of walling off and saying, all right, well, this is my life. This is me. I can do this much and this and this and this and this. Uh, but when you kind of pull yourself out, pull back and see where you are in the scope of things. And if you have that small cog, it's okay. You know, like the thing on the top of the mountain, it doesn't matter because it's all moving and we're all energy is, you know, uh, if you were to disappear somehow, uh, pass on your energy goes somewhere else and becomes something else. So, like to say that you're not part of this, then why would you know? It would be a vacuum, and you know you wouldn't matter. But the your energy, at least physically, will go elsewhere, and you're you know energetically um, get to do something else on the other side, or or in another form, or however it uh, ends up for that person. It's um, you know you still get to do it, and I think that. Uh, you know, your connection to, um, you know, like when you're talking about contracts and when you do things for your contract, but like, you know, you don't have to, you know, it's just kind of your agreement, you know, it's just between you and uh, the university signed on to, right? No one else can see that. 
tell well, if someone gives you the live contract reading, they'll see it, but like no one else sees that. So it's like, okay, this connection is still there and it's, it's going along with you. I almost picture like, um, kind of how the canals used to work with like two donkeys pulling a boat, you know, then they'll just pull it across and it's like your connections here. Like if there were, you know, if you flew over that and you could just see this boat moving, you'd think the boat was sailing, but it's like there's connections to these, to these donkeys, to this horrible analogy here, but it's like that there's connections to, there are connections rather to uh, everywhere else, even if you don't see them here and you say, okay, well, I'm doing it and no one else is going to know that I'm helping out this person. Like, like George Michael would anonymously give millions of dollars to research, right, under a fake name or put up the tree and do the whole Christmas display in his town every year. And it's like, for what reason? You know, if no one knows, that's the perfect reason. You know, it, it means you're doing it for the right reasons. It's not um, it's not for show. And it's like, that's the energetic connection. That's a thanks. That's a gratitude. It's anything you can do that um, just kind of sends the signal back across, I guess, you know, um, to your connection, uh, no matter where they are. And it could be here uh, on Earth. It could be elsewhere. Uh, but as long as you're sending the energy that way, you know, even that is is thanks enough. It's, it's I don't know. Service is, is fantastic, and it's um, very simple. I love the way you phrase that. That is, Paul, I think that's like the perfect way to um, kind of wrap up our sermon is that service is simple. And that is phenomenal. Well, Paul, it has been a joy to be able to um, have to to be in service with you and for us to be able to um, to flesh this out and to make meaning of service and gratitude. And um, I'm happy. Thank you. Oh, Paul, it has, again, it has been a joy to be here with you to, uh, and to share space and for us to, to have this conversation and sermon tonight. Uh, it always is a joy to be able to process what spirit is sharing with us. And um, Reverend uh, Christina, Pastor Ivy are here with us in spirit. Pastor Ivy was with us actually in service, which we are so grateful for in her spirit. I know uh, uplifted our service tonight as well. So um, with that, we want to thank everyone for joining us this evening. Um, please join us again next week. As Reverend Paul uh, shared, um, you can feel free to download the service uh, wherever you download your podcasts. And as uh, Reverend Paul also shared, please share your prayer request throughout the week as well. And uh, we hope this is not the last time we could see Reverend Paul. It is always a joy to be able to have you in service. So thank you so much. Thank you, Danny. Yes, always a pleasure. But I am always here. I'm just in the back, you know. Yes. Behind the yeah. curtain. The wizard. Yeah, you are. You are. None of this would happen without you. So we are just very <laughs> grateful. Oh, shucks. All right. Thank you, Danny, Reverend Danny. It was a pleasure. And thank we will you. see you next week. We'll see you next week. Sounds wonderful. Thank you so much.